0: I think it's such a powerful statement when people see it for what it really is and you accept and then lean into it is always you only 100% of the time, then you experience abundance.
1: Welcome everybody to the latest episode of the Live Into Your Brilliance podcast, the place where we take delight in shining a light on the innate brilliance of the human condition and have a lot of fun blowing up the illusions that get in our way. Um, Although this probably won't be going out at the holiday season, this is our final recording of 2024. And so I'm delighted to be joined once again by my brother from another mother, Mr. Mark Billows-Bilby. How are you doing, Mark?
0: Hello, my friend. I am delighted to be uh, back back in uh, Boston uh after the coddy wample across the pond which was a lot of fun and uh we uh, we had some awesome guests while we were while i was over there so uh love chatting to amy Jen Sue. love chatting to chris uh, shambrook so yeah i'm looking forward to this one this is a this is a doozy for the end of year yeah absolutely so shall I uh Shall
1: I do my best to set a bit of context and then we'll go from there? Sounds good. Cool. So um, we had a topic from our friend Keith Wallington the other week and then uh, Keith followed up and fired us both an email, um, which was entitled or had a heading on it, Come Back Happy in 2024. And Keith has just said, like that he noticed that a lot of people seem to be exhausted, a bit of, bit more cynical, a bit more rundown than ever before. And the kind of spirit of this was like, oh, like come back happy. You know, what's the opportunity? Or at least that's how I read it. Like, what's the opportunity to come back happy in 2024? And I think it struck both of us as being a, a really cool topic to look at um, because it feels it feels like it has a lot of possibility and potential in it, both for seeing an eight brilliance and also like uh, I sense a whole bunch of illusions that that uh,
0: we can put a pin in. So how, how would you come back happy in 2024, my friend?
1: Well, like what's interesting to me is the idea of like that happiness is somewhere on, somewhere in the future. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, it's like come back
0: happy. I knew you were going to go
1: there. <laughs> uh, I teed that up for you beautifully. Yeah, well, you give me the softballs, and I will do my best to smash them out of the park. Um, but <laughs> so it's like uh, I, I am a fan. By the way, I am a fan of New Year's, like the turning of the the page on a year but in the same way as i'm a fan on turning the page on a day or a week or a month um because it is a new it's a new possibility like every moment has a new possibility i just don't really see it as though um about putting our happiness our well-being on the line of the next year or that, you know, 2023 was the year of unhappiness and 2024 can be the year of happiness. I think it's, um, it brings to mind for me, like the conversation around where does happy live? Because if you can figure out like where happiness lives and what's the possibility in that, then maybe you're coming back to something else in 2024. If you're like, I see happiness differently and it has nothing to do with whether the economy or you know, the business world is going well or not. Um, so if, if we could see happiness differently, what might we be coming back to in 2024 if our happiness isn't on the line and we're like, no, I've, I've kind of got my happiness and my well-being squared away. So what would that free me up to come back to in 2024?
0: What do you think is that the root of being able to come back happy? Because I, I have a strong opinion about this, but I'd love to hear your opinion. You know, if, if you think about all the attachments and beliefs which we just love blowing up, I, I have a really strong opinion that the when you when you ship with all of our attachments all of our beliefs the things that create this immense noise in our head the things that we just so we struggle as human beings and i mean this is this is so so human to be here the things that we struggle to let go of the the stories our narratives that we just cling to and you know they they're the the foundational rocks of our of our identity, but when you step back from that a bit and you take a look around and you look at what you have, and and in this particular context, I think we're talking about like come back happy to work, uh, and you look at the job you have and the people that you work with and the mission that you you're on, which hopefully you believe in, and you start to express a real sense of gratitude, I think that is, the, that is one of the major ways to unlock that, that happy feeling. Um, but I'd love your opinion on this, mate. Like, what do you think is what is one of the sort of foundational keystones for you of being able to come back happy? Well, I just
1: want to riff a little bit on what you said, and then I'll add to it uh, with what I see as well. Like the gratitude thing, I think is um, I'm in total agreement with you that it is such um, it holds like huge it's a huge leverage point to kind of get into like gratitude and see that as a place to go like what what can that open up? And I think though, sometimes what happens with people is that we, people, including me, including you, sometimes we do have things going on and it can be harder sometimes to see what there is to be grateful for, you know, like maybe someone has lost their job or, you know, their circumstances are not the way that they might have been in the past. And so it looks like, what, what have I got to be grateful for? and i just think that's the most powerful question and i think it was sam harris that i listened to talk about this and he said you know if you're actually prepared to go into the question you'll always find the answer and what have i got to be grateful for you know so it's you know and and he said you know sometimes you go into it and, and then you go i actually i'm i'm really healthy right now and i could I could have cancer. I could have this. I'm actually. I'm really grateful for my health right now. You know, or let's just say someone's lost their job, and it's like I've lost my job, and then it's like, what have I got to be grateful for? It's like, well, I can be grateful for this time, and and maybe and like I'm making shit up. So it's like, but but when we start to get curious with the question, then we find it, and then we come back to this sense, and and you know, happy is such an interesting word because. Like, I think that comes with a lot of connotations. Like, what what do we mean by happy? I think we come back to this good feeling in ourselves, this, this sense of connectedness. So I just wanted to add that in because um, sometimes that question is like, what have I got to be grateful for? And it has a different feel. But if, if we have it as more of a, what do I have to be grateful for? And go beyond the obvious. Like, there's for most people, there's so much. And, you know, I often think that... um when you see people that are in sometimes the really, really tricky circumstances, or that's what it looks like, you often find that those people seem to have found the deepest sense of gratitude, which is counterintuitive to what we think. It's like sometimes we, when we have a lot, we can lose sight of it very easily. And when we get taken away, suddenly like we can find a really deeper sense of gratitude. So I think that is, I think where you're pointing is very powerful. Um, I also think that one of the things that I would say of like coming back happy is not taking your low moods as seriously. You know, come back happy. It's like happiness is right there. But I think a lot of us get very enamored with our low moods. And so we take our unhappiness very seriously and we think it means something versus being able to really even be okay with be be happy with your unhappiness it's like oh i'm in a low mood and that's okay like i can to be totally fine with that versus the idea that there's a place that's better than here so you know i think it i don't think it's on offer to walk around like happy smiley jovial all the time I don't think that's what we're pointing at at all I think when we say come back happy it's like come back happy w- about everything like welcome it all in and see that it's all good and that your low moods are just an indicator of where you're at it's like oh I'm probably attached to someone helpful thinking and so if I think about the year that's been 2023 you know we're very familiar with the tech space and, you know, kind of startup land and, and some of those circumstances have tightened up, you know, like there's not been as much funding. There's been maybe not as much spending, blah, blah, blah. And it's very easy to get into our thinking about that. And yeah, like that might be true. And and the only thing that's keeping you away from happiness is the idea that that somehow is making you X or Y versus like, oh, I'm just in my thinking about it. And if I wasn't in my thinking about it, I'd be perfectly fine. I'd still be figuring stuff out and I could still be happy. And my circumstances are my circumstances, you know? Mm.
0: Yeah, and I think I love I love what you're pointing to there. Uh, and i think it's it's been a recurring theme through a lot of the discussions we've had with the various guests as well um and amy Jensu su is, is one that springs to mind as an as an obvious proponent of this you know i think it's so useful for us to blow up the illusion that coming back happy means that you're a, you're a smiling jovial happy go lucky character that um you know, is in a permanently good mood. Like that's an illusion. We just want to blow up in a major way. But I think what you're pointing to and and what Amy always says is you've got to be aware of where you're coming from, where are you at and where are you coming from? And so, and when you, when you start to develop that muscle that is self-awareness and you start to notice what's triggering you or, You know, where you're at, um, you know, whether you're showing up for family or showing up for uh, your colleagues at work. uh, And then you observe yourself in that condition. And then you either take a sacred pause or you do something that allows you to decide what your move is from there, even if it means being in a bad mood for another couple of days. (laughs) it doesn't and it it doesn't matter but knowing what your next step is having observed yourself and regulated yourself so that you can then adapt and and go forward i think is um is very very powerful and and it actually makes you happy and i i'm talking from experience like there are there are moments when i know that i'm down in the basement and I can actually see myself, you know, I'd step back and I see myself in the basement and I go, ah, I'm in the basement and that's okay. And because I see it and I know where I'm at and I know what I potentially am going to do or can do or how stimuli might change around me that I might react to and, and show up slightly differently. Just the mere fact of observing myself elevates my consciousness and I, f- I, f- I feel better, I feel different about it. And it's not that I particularly want to wallow in that place that might be hard or unpleasant or uncomfortable, but I I take great joy in seeing where I'm at and knowing that this too shall pass or... I know what to do to get out of this and I think for me that's that is really getting to the the kind of the root the 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 real kind of foundational rock of of Keith's question is is that is, that is where the happiness that is the come from in order to show up you know as uh as a as a person who's experiencing a peace of mind in 2024, despite the chaos, the uncertainty, the doubt, you know, the, 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 the VUCA world that we, that we often in, encounter. I think that is, um, that's where it's at for me. And I, and I, I know that the more that I practice that, and the more that I develop that muscle, the happier, more content I feel. And you and I spoke about this when we were going for one of our walks in in Manchester down that lovely um, country lane. and uh, And we said there's a feeling that you get. And that feeling is, it's not one of euphoria. It's not one of like, oh, I'm just bouncing off the walls. Like life is so beautiful. It's almost like this calm numbness that just feels, feels, you just feel good despite things being hard or things being tough.
1: Yeah, I, I, um, I want to put something else into the mix because where you've pointed, I think, is to the truth of what's on offer for everybody irrespective of circumstances. So that is on offer. That feeling is on offer irrespective of circumstances and the muscle which we've talked about like the open hand the closed fist the the way that our system works to help us always to help us become aware of where we are at in any given moment and that wherever that is that's exactly it's all good because knowing that is what allows us to bring peace as well and and that feeling is, is our default setting. So I kind of want to just hold that in one hand, of poss- one possibility, that awareness and that that state of being is nothing to do with the external game. And so whenever we're talking about coming back happy or whatever that is, it's like I would, will really offer that up to someone, like when we're really talking about coming back home to yourself, like I might describe it as come back home hmm. rather than come back happy. And come back home, that's, like, I come back home multiple times a day. (laughs) Never mind, like, come back happy on January 1st and try and stay there for the whole of 2024. Like, come back home is just noticing you've left home and you've the perfect system to help you see that. And once you see it, you're like, ah, damn. Okay, that's fine. And you come back home and you come back to that feeling. And then I want to put this thing on the table, which is, And from there, you can play whatever game you want to play. So the question is like, what's the game that you want to play? You know, so if you're a salesperson or you're a leader or a, I don't, it doesn't really matter, a nurse, uh, you know, a philanthropist, an investor, a teacher, a parent, Whatever the game is that you like, say, Oh, this is what I'm really interested in playing it. You like, play it, like, get really clear on the game you want to play on the in the world, like, because we all have games we want to play, and you know, there's often like plenty for us to be engaged with in the world, and so if we're not as preoccupied with the noise in our head, we can get really occupied with the amazingness of being in the world. So one of the things I've found, and I really noticed this for myself, is that when I notice that I'm preoccupied or like I'm in the basement and there's a power in noticing that, the habit that I've formed is to kind of go, what is it I would be doing if I wasn't paying any attention to this right now? and to kind of have that clarity on okay yeah like the game I'm playing maybe I'll be creating some content or sometimes it's as simple as just picking up the to-do list you know i've got my like my to-do list thing that i keep in front of me be like oh what's just like just pick out the thing that i'm drawn to do and just just do that just do that like don't fall away from the game because you think you can't play it Unless you're in this perfect feeling and you're in this perfect place, like playing the game of life is a big part of, like it's 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 actually a fundamental component of us having the experience that we want. We come alive when we're playing the game that we know that we want to play. It's there's a magic in that as well, and you know when we lose uh, loosen our grip on the attachment to the idea that circumstances need to be in a particular order, in order for us to play our game. Like letting go of that attachment is a hell of a good idea in my view because Mm -hmm. you can play your game all out uh, no matter what the circumstances are. And I always remember you and I, we went to... um, we, w- we had a, one of those like team motivation things that we did years ago, and we had Matthew Pinsent, uh, the British rower, came and gave us a talk, and he told this Olympic story. Olympic yeah. rower, yeah. And he gave this great talk, which was about him and Steve Redgrave. For those, like, I guess all the Brits will probably know who Steve Redgrave is very well, but maybe other people might not. Steve Redgrave, five times, I think, an Olympic gold medal winner, five different Olympics, Incredible. And Matthew Pinson was telling this story. They're walking out in the semifinals. I think it was the Barcelona Olympics. And, and the conditions are perfect. It's like if the, the lake is like glass. There's not a breeze. It's just, they pick up their boat. And as they're walking past the competition, Steve Redgrave turns around and he s- says, oh, Matthew, we're so lucky. These are our perfect conditions. We're going to smash it today. And they duly get into the boat and they crush it. And then they're in the final a few days later, and they're walking out, and the wind is blowing a gale, and it's going across the lake, and the conditions are just dreadful. And they pick up the boat, they're walking past the competition, and Steve Redgrave starts laughing, and says, oh my God, Matthew, how lucky are we? These are our perfect conditions. And the competition's shoulders just sank that little bit, and Steve Redgrave and Matthew Pinson get in and they cruise and they crush it. Like I'm sure they didn't cruise, in, but they did crush it. And it was just the best lesson. Like They were so clear on all circumstances are our perfect circumstances because we can perform at our best irrespective of the circumstances. We can be home and connected to ourselves, come from our wisdom, and we can play all out. It might be that like their time was fast slower in the final than it was in the semi-final, but their performance level will have been still at the optimum level. It's just that the time will have been slower because there were conditions, but they hadn't made their performance conditional on external circumstances. And I think if we could all see that, that, oh... I don't need the external world to be any particular way for me to show up fully. Like that's on offer any given moment. And you know what, when circumstances are tough, that's why there's a whole bunch of people that do really well is because they, they're not as enamored with the idea that the circumstances are the thing that's going to hold them back. Um, and I, I just love that I love that story I love the I love blowing up that attachment personally like I see its' grippiness so I totally empathize with people it's grippiness, but the practice and looking in that direction and really getting clear on the fact that it's bullshit and I would call it that like it's very and it, you can get totally enamored with it and I'm just calling it as it is it's like if you or anyone in your team are saying things like we can't because something outside of yourselves then chances are it's off base and i would bring us back to something that andy bound said in a previous episode which was if you switch i can't because to i can if like oh yes if it like changes everything so yeah i just i, I see the playing is the game and and the internal those two aspects uh, what we've really got on our side. That's the game I want to play. And it's nothing and I don't need I don't need that to be any particular way for me to be home, but I can hold both of these things as key ingredients um in any day, week, month, or year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Like it's it's blowing up the the, the just. If if things were just like this. Then, then then i could i could be all in or or things would be better or you know i could be happy then or and, and then it's also blowing up the but what ifs you know but but what if like i want to be all in but but how you know w- what if this happens or what if i get fired and i and, and you know it's it's funny i mean i'm I went through the same thought patterns and I had all sorts of weird and wonderful attachments as I went through my career. Um, And I remember thinking, I mean, Vanessa used to laugh at me. She used to say, you know, you always talk about getting fired. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I've got to make my number and if I don't make my number, then there's a good chance I'll get fired or, you know, I've got to do this because... If I don't do that, then there's a good chance I'll get fired, and and I'll never forget. She once, she, once I think she got the hell in with me, and she was like, "Well, would it be such a bad thing if you got fired?" And I was like, "Well, you know, of course, like you know, financially and the family and the career, blah blah blah," and and she was like, "That's absolute nonsense." And when and this is long before I sort of had, you know, an awakening of sorts and saw the things that, that we talk about now. But I remember that distinct moment where I made it this conscious switch to, to discard the but what ifs. And when you play from that place where you are all in, both feet all in and you you show up with a completely different energy you and I'm going to avoid using the word happy but you you show up from a place where you are creating you're leaning in you're bringing your energy with scant regard for the but what ifs it it's a very very good place to be it's a very empowering place to be and then you see what you create from there and you you play the game and you see what unfolds from there and then all of a sudden you're like holy shit like what's going on here like and it emboldens you to to then play from a even more self-aware place where you 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 almost caught getting fired because you're willing to go for the big swings and and swing for the fences and be bold and be courageous and and then it and then it works out again um and and so and 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 I think it, even if it didn't work out for some people you would walk off that field feeling like damn it that that was that was the right way to show up like I am I just lost my job and I'm happy and I'm going on to the next one because I'm carrying that same energy. I'm carrying that same insight, that same sense of my innate brilliance to the next gig. And I think that's that's really powerful because I think one thing that I hear a lot from people that I speak to, uh, and I had, a, I had a really good chat with a mate last week and he was like, I'm really... I'm I'm really excited about doing something new and different. But what if this? And he kind of listed a whole bunch of things. And I said to him, with all the love in the world, and I just said, can you see yourself doing it? Can you see yourself attaching to a story that means you can't show up happy? You can't, you can't be all in until you let go of those attachments and those stories. And the moment I said it, he's, he like looked at me and he went, holy shit, I am doing that, aren't I? And I was like, yeah. And I said, now imagine what you can create having let go of that narrative because you are brilliant. You are like, forget like your, your skill set, which is phenomenal, but just your innate brilliance is, is always there. Then you've got these wicked skills. You're loved by all. You have this wicked network. Like what, 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 what's on, what's on offer from that place? And he was like, holy shit. Yeah. But I think we all do it. Like I, I did it. I went through the same thing, you know, like, it's it's it can be so scary when we when we allow our attachments and beliefs to to run the radio show in our heads.
1: Yeah. No. Well. So that is such a, a where you've pointed there. So there's another attachment, like just blow in the spirit of blowing things up. It's just an attachment to the idea of the future. Like when we when we're in the game of what ifs, then we're in the future and you know, we can, we know we can blow that one up because none of us know what the future is going to hold. And so scaring ourselves is not a good idea. And but there's another thing that I would throw in here. And it's linked to what you said there when you said to your mate, you know, you are brilliant. I tis the season of goodwill. And here we are coming into the holiday season. And I like, I think if we could all find more goodwill for ourselves and to really see the truth in that, like, You are brilliant. And your only job, my only job, your only job is to look after this moment. Because future you is going to be around to handle those moments. Like sometimes like we make up this story, like what's going to happen if I lose my job? It's like, well, I don't know, but I know you'll be there to handle it. So it doesn't matter. Like whatever happens... Future you has got your back. So you can be kinder on yourself and you can take a load off because you're not going anywhere. And hey, like if you're not here, because for God forbid, you know that like our time on this mortal coil is up, well then that's fine. You won't have to worry about it then. You'll be off in a different plane and you can figure it out from there. But assuming that you're still here, future you has got your back. And to me, that simplifies it down so much. It's like, oh, so I, my job is to look after this moment. And there's an awful lot less going on in this moment when we strip away all of our thinking. When we see the truth of that, there is so little to worry about in the moment. And there is so much more to be had in this moment. And then that's just true for every version of yourself in the future. And I think when we start to see the truth of that, like when we start to tell ourselves, and it's going to sound so counterintuitive because people go, that's egotistical and what have you, but, you know, I'm good. I'm good. And I've got this. And I can just show up and really start to, you know be good to ourselves be kind to ourselves support ourselves and you know and let go of the attachments then I think we open up a huge opportunity and I think the huge opportunity that I I want to put on the table which I think scares people a little bit is to really own our lives like own our experience and go You know, it's letting go of the, the things that can, that look like they keep us safe. You know, it's, it's owning, we, we have this expression that myself and Billows use all the time, which is it's only you, it's always you only 100% of the time. And in one sense, that seems scary because it means, well, if I, if I really see the truth in that, that means that, you know, everything is on me. And it's like, yeah, and that can look scary if it starts to become like a thing about fault or blame. But when you see the real power in that, I'm like, oh, it's always me. Like I have created all of this. Like only 100% of the time. It's the most powerful place to stand. It is the key to my mind to having more of the feelings we want. Because we're just, we start to let go of all the other things. We start to just let them go one by one. And that has been my experience over the last few years is just the more that I see the truth in that. And I love the truth of that. And I give myself credit for creating what I create, the easier it is to let go of the noise. And the more I let go of the noise, the more of the experience of life that I have. And I seem to be much better able to deal with what shows up as a result than I ever was when I was trying very hard to both be happy and to get life right. What what's your what's your take on that? Like what do you, what do you hear in any of that? Or I'd love to know what, what you see about like the it's only you 100% it's always you only 100% of the time as well perhaps there's like how would you articulate that or talk to that
0: one word just comes to me when when you say that and you know we 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 use that phrase a lot but it's, it's always the same word and it's it's abundance and what i mean by that is when you see what that actually means for real then you realize you are owed nothing and you have everything and I think like a lot of what makes people miserable is they fundamentally believe that they are owed something and so they cling to that and they use that as a as a pointer to why happiness is so elusive or peace of mind or contentment is so elusive but when you see that it is always you but only 100% of the time and you understand that you have this wonderful ability in that present moment to create your experience of life, no matter what the stimuli are, or no matter what the circumstances are. All material things fall away. And I know that sounds a little hey, shu wow, and people are going to be like, what the fuck is he talking about? But w- what happens to me in that moment is... My attachment to material things fall away. My sense that I'm owed something, particularly financial, falls away. And I'm all in on that moment. And I'm all in on observing myself delighting in the creation of that moment. And I have everything I need. And there is abundance beyond belief. And I want to stay there as often as I can. And so when you talk about like showing up happy, coming back home multiple times a day, like for me, that is coming home. It's having that overwhelming sense of abundance. That if you stripped away this house, you took away the cars, you took away the the cash in the bank, the whatever and i was sitting in a field in a loincloth but i was in that moment i would have everything i needed and more and i think from that place you show up you show up happy every single time and so i think it's such a powerful powerful statement that i I know like you and I love using it, and we love pointing there, but when people see it for its for what it really is and and you accept and then lean into it is always you only one hundred percent of the time, then you experience abundance that is unimaginable.
1: there's so much in that <clears throat> and yet I'm left with the image of you in a field. In a loincloth, and that makes me happy.
0: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> um, You're, welcome. Um, You're welcome. I think we could talk. Well, like I could genuinely. I think this is just such a rich topic. I am like, the idea of this 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 whole conversation's kind of made me smile. Um, it's funny. Like the word that struck me as well as like choice, 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 choice. Um, some of this is just it's a choice. We get to create our entire experience and it 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 sometimes it's as simple as choosing, choosing what direction we're gonna look, choosing, you know, what we do with from our awareness. And and um I think what you just spoke to there talked to that for me. It was just brought me back to that. Oh yeah, it's like always my choice. And I always have the perfect system to help me see that possibility. And, and I'm always home. And I would say that to anybody listening, like you are always home. And the expression, you know, we're only one thought away from a whole new reality is to me the most comforting thing. It's like you really don't have to wait until the 1st of January, 2024. Because like, you're, you're always there. And from there, there's a whole world of possibility. But mate, I'm going to give you the honour of the final bumper sticker of 2023. So what's what you got for us?
0: I'm going to see, steal one from you, mate. I think we should have this as a bump sticker. I don't think we have it as a bump sticker, so I think we need to put it out there as a bumper sticker. And I think it should be, "It is always you." only 100% of the time.
1: Well, mate, that feels like a great place to wrap up for this uh, this session. And uh, although this will probably be going out maybe in 2024, but it's also our wrap-up for 2023. So uh, thank you. I wanted to say to you, it's been this, uh, I think we're about 24, 25 episodes in, and this has kind of been something we birthed in 2023. And it's been, a real highlight. So, uh, thank you brother for being you and, uh, for the conversations that we've had. I look forward to many, many more as we, uh, as we move into our
0: new year. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, huge, huge gratitude to you, matey. And, and this was your vision and you made it, you, you, you made it our reality, which is phenomenal. And I've loved every minute of it. And, um, And also thank you to all of our wonderful guests who have appeared on the show and and hopefully are are listening in. Um, We love you all. And we're so grateful for your contribution. And then to all our amazing listeners who have been submitting questions and hopefully getting something of value from the conversations, even if it's just a laugh. And um, yeah, we've been loving the messages of support and and the uh, and the kind notes and it seems to be resonating. So I think um, I think we'll have an exciting string of guests in 2024, and uh, and really look forward to more in-depth grounding chats. Beautiful,
1: yeah. Well, I echo all of that, and um, yeah. Wish all of our listeners peace, love, happiness for the holiday season. Um, and the very best as we enter into 2024. So uh, until next week, love to you all, and we shall chat to you then. Thank you for joining us on this enlightening journey unraveling the innate brilliance within every human being. We hope today's episode has sparked new thoughts and inspired fresh perspectives. Remember, the power to shatter illusions and unleash your true potential lies within you. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review us on your favorite platform. If you'd like more insights and daily doses of inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram at alkennycoaching, or you can connect with myself and Mark on LinkedIn, uh, where we will share articles and perspectives about unlocking your innate brilliance. Remember, you are capable of extraordinary things. Keep believing, keep exploring, and keep shining brightly. Take care and stay brilliant.